0: hello and welcome my name is Juanita Headley I am a New attorney and the founder and CEO of changing cases you are listening to a set of discussions dealing with the issues of human trafficking child abuse and of course knowing how to respond to the question Over the following weeks and months, I'm going to take a look at some hard-hitting topics with a view to educate, empower, and inspire you to change the way that you think, act, and respond to better safeguard the children in your world. Stay tuned until the end of this show, where I'll be sharing not only how you can get a copy of my new book, but I'll also inform you of some upcoming live Zoom trainings and how you can contact me. To have your questions featured in a future episode of this show. So we can talk about it. Talk about it. Yeah, we can talk about it, yeah. About it. So we can talk about it. Talk about it, yeah, let's talk about it, yeah. Let's talk. I saw something on Facebook that made the statement that when somebody shows you their character, believe them. When somebody shows you their true colours, believe them. And what I would say in relation to domestic violence is that, unfortunately, I would say that men, not all, but men can often behave as wolves in sheep's clothing. I'm reading a book at the moment. It's called Until Murder Do Was part by James Patterson, and it shares the story of a woman who's in a relationship with a man for 12 years, and she eventually discovers that he has lied to her the entire time they've known each other and he had a false identity. He on one occasion actually strangles her to the point where she almost passes out. And as a result of that, she fears for her life. And because he has lied and deceived her throughout their entire relationship and 12-year marriage, she develops fear on the basis of what he's done to her. But beyond that, she also disbelieves his tears after strangling her. He disbelieves his apology because how can she believe anything that he says to her after having lied to her for over a decade? Now, we know that is fiction. However, I would say that that story has elements of truth in it. Because having worked in domestic violence, my clients have told me that he would brutalize her, abuse her, curse her, disrespect her, whether using his fists or using his mouth. And then after that, he may sometimes put on the waterworks and cry crocodile tears. In fact, I know somebody personally who was in a relationship that was physically abusive. And after being abused, the man would then cry and put on the waterworks and say he wouldn't do it again but he repeatedly abused and abused and abused and eventually she left but not after she was subjected to rape and following that she took the morning after pill so as not to give birth to a second child she has one child did not want to have more than one with this person who abused her repeatedly she did not leave she stuck around He went on to have another relationship. He was physically abusive and even turned a knife on this person. She eventually left and it would be a vicious cycle of him repeating those same behaviors because he has a severe anger issue. The thing is though, we as females are so willing to believe what's coming out of a guy's mouth because we want the relationship to work because we don't want to leave for the sake of our children. But raising your children in an abusive household is not teaching those children how a mother should be treated, how a husband should treat his wife. It is instead teaching them that it is okay for your mother to be beaten, for your mother to be abused, for your mother to be disrespected. It is okay for the sake of the children. That is not what the mother wants the child to believe But by inaction, by this mother's omission, the children are going to process that. No matter how the words come out of her mouth that this is not okay, you're not leaving. If you have the inability to have the strength to leave, how can you expect your son or daughter to do otherwise? It cannot be a do as I say and not as I do. That doesn't work. It's about creating a firm foundation of truths and solid truths. So when I saw on Facebook a post that says when he shows you his character, believe him, that speaks volumes and not just when it comes to domestic violence. Even if you've just met a guy, maybe you're only friends. It's very platonic. Do not make excuses for his behavior. I even think about a guy that I know personally. Now, this guy showed an interest. He even made statements that I could say were leading me on. Things such as, I don't want to tell you my relationship status because I would not want you to believe that I have connected with you because I have intentions, because I want something from you. Now, when a guy uses such a line, that is going to give the person the perception that it's possible he is romantically interested, but he's holding back from saying that he's single because if he does so, then that would create in me or in that female or wall, this guy wants sex or relationship. Because think about it, single male, single female. When the guy starts to show an interest, we immediately as women often think he's interested Half the time he isn't. He just likes you as a friend. You're good looking. He's enjoying the attention. He's enjoying the interaction with a good looking female. But he's not interested. So we create a whole situation in our head. And create a whole story that he's interested. He never was. He never said he was. But when he says he's single. That allows us to take our head down an avenue. It really shouldn't go. If he said he's in a relationship. We know off bounds not happening. However. However. If his behavior is saying otherwise, that might send alarm bells ringing like maybe he's not trustworthy because if he's in a relationship but he treats me like this, that gives me cause for concern because I find his behavior flirtatious. What we have to realize is that we live in the world, not of the world as Christians. And I would say in my personal opinion, men, not all, but men can be very deceptive. I wouldn't say that they are dangerous because dangerous makes us think of harm to us. Not at all. I would say that they can be very deceptive and very manipulative, that they know how to string us along, how to rope us in. Women are very emotional and we are deceived by what we hear. Men are deceived by what they see. So if a guy says to you, I'm not going to tell you my relationship status because I would not want you to think that I'm talking to you because I want something from you, that could lead you to think he's single. But if he tells me that, I'm going to think he's trying to sleep with me and that his intentions are just because he wants something from me. But at the same time, it may be a lot more strategic than that. He's in a relationship. He's not going to lie to you outright, but he's going to make you believe by his omissions that he's single And so therefore, you're going to have your head in a place it shouldn't be thinking that you're working towards friendship and then a relationship when he had no plans for that. And that's what we need to realize. We need to take a step back from the situation. My mother uses the term, the 90 day rule, and she makes this statement that guys are not going to last beyond 90 days with you because of your Christian values. And when she said that, it was so laughable because with this particular guy, He didn't even last four days and I wanted to rebuke her in the name of Jesus because how can you make such a statement? But from the reality within four days, what she said came to pass. And you know what is interesting? Because with this particular guy that I'm referring to, he had time to change his WhatsApp picture, but he didn't have time to communicate. So we meet on Monday, for example, by Thursday, One word responses. By Friday, one one word responses. So meet on Monday, my mother's negativity on Tuesday. He will not last past 90 days. By Thursday, one word responses. By Friday, one one, one word responses. By Saturday and Sunday, silence. WhatsApp profile being changed, which clearly shows he had internet connectivity. So that guy did not even last a week. Wow, that's pretty appalling, right? But if you have that 90-day rule, Christian or non-Christian, and you observe that person's behavior, it will save you a lot of heartache. Because when people say things to me, and I'm talking about guys, when guys say to me things like, well, maybe he's intimidated, maybe he's shy, guys like you to pursue, for me, personally, that is a life from the pit of hell. And I say this, why? It is men's innate nature to pursue and women tend to get hurt when they show an interest. And I've heard this from women who are married. These women I know who shared with me this, they were not interested romantically in that guy and the guy pursued them for a long time. They've been married for decades. The fact of the matter is that woman found him unattractive. She was not interested and he did not give up. In other words, she was not going to go near him with a barge pole, but he persisted. And eventually they were married and they've been married for decades. It makes me think of another guy. This guy claims that he wanted to marry me. He did not even pass the 90 day rule. He professed marriage. We have not even spoken. We have not even spoken. And that is what is fascinated You did not succeed in the 90-day rule. You professed marriage, but actually what you were demonstrating to me was not legit and sincere. I thought you were kind and all this kind of stuff. It was fake because men are very good actors too. His fruits were not genuine. His fruit on the outside appeared to be nice and shiny. Even when you took off that first layer, nice and shiny. Even when you got to the second layer, nice and shiny. But when you got to the seeds, they were bitter. In other words, he lasted more than a week. But as time continued and continued and continued, and I declined and declined and declined that offer, that would never have happened. And I remember saying to a friend, his fruit appeared to be really Christ-like. There were so many layers. Because we got to maybe day 70, day 80, for example. For example, we got pretty far in that 90-day rule, right? In the 90 day timeline, we go far, but when I declined that proposition of marriage, everything went downhill from there. And I remember saying to a friend, I never loved him, I liked him as a friend, I never loved him. I wanted to be his friend until death do us part. I really, really liked him as a person. I found him physically unattractive one of the most unattractive men I've seen in my life. He lacked common sense, he was not educated. His job was not a job that I would want to be married to somebody of that profession. Because as an attorney, I would want somebody who has a decent profession. It doesn't mean they must be a lawyer or a doctor, but it'd be quite embarrassing and humiliating to introduce him as what? A street sweeper, as a dust man. I'm sorry, but that'd be quite demeaning to me as a lawyer, as a female, as a black person, as a lawyer. If my husband sweeps the streets, nothing wrong with sweeping streets. That is going to be demeaning. When you're a New York lawyer and there is already that pressure, there is already that status, and people already do not accept or receive me because I didn't go to American law school, when they ask me, Oh, are you married? Oh, yes, to a, a guy who sweeps the streets. Can you imagine? Of course, we know it is about a person's character and fruit, but I just want you to kind of understand where I'm going with that. I said to my friend, He lost out. I prayed about marrying him, even though he is so unattractive and I had zero interest. I asked God, I did not want to touch him with a barge pole, but I was willing to cast the net out there. You know, I was willing to to show some grace. And I said that, you know, he gave up too easily because if he had persisted past the 90 days, maybe in four years, I would have married him. I mean, it would have taken that long for me to not seem as the most unattractive guy I've ever seen in my entire life. But I'm just trying to make a point. He quit. He gave up without a fight. For me, people who know me, I am persistent. I have a friend. She makes a delicious meal or a delicious item. She's very good at making a delicious item. I tried to replicate it. It came out wrong. I asked her, can you send me some of those? No answer. I asked her again. I asked her again. She would discuss everything else, but she would not give me a direct answer. I asked her about 15 times. I'm not lying to you. I asked her and asked her and asked her and asked her and uh, and the point is she would reply but she would ignore that she doesn't know me well enough i will not quit asking you why the bible says yes be yes no be no it doesn't say ignore the person silence is not an answer it is not an answer but in saying that we as women we need to read silence loud and clear because when I was talking to a guy, I said to him, there's a person, didn't even manage to get past seven days, okay? What do you recommend that I do? And they said, well, maybe the guy's intimidated. This is this, this. Maybe you should reach out. I said, I would not reach out until Christmas. That's me. Let's say it's August, okay? August 1. By August 7, silence. Silence. I would not message him again until December 25th. That's how I am. And I have done those kind of things before. There are people in my life, male or female. I will not contact you for a year, for six months. I can delay. I'm okay with that. And I'm very strategic. I will tell myself on December 25th, I will WhatsApp her. I will WhatsApp him. That is how I am. So I said, I would not WhatsApp until December 25th. They were like, that's too long. We're in August. That's too long. I said, well, at the end of the day, I'm giving enough room because to me personally, if I think a person likes me and I told them categorically it will never happen and they're not taking the hint, I will give them silent treatment. So when a guy is giving me silent treatment, I'm going to read between the lines. No matter how he may have bat his eyelids and said what and what, because guys bat eyelids too. No matter how he may say, oh, being with you is addictive. I'm enjoying your company too much. We need to hang out. No matter the words, I'm going to look at your fruit and your character. Because when you can say all of that, and within seven days of meeting, I'm getting silence. Well, what does that say? Because when I want you to know I'm not interested, I'm going to give silence back. I'm going to delay in responding to you. I'm sorry, but if you can have time to change your WhatsApp profile picture, how do you not have time to message the person who is supposedly, air quotes, quote unquote, addictive being around? That is the problem you see with us. With women, we are too willing to give second chances. And that is why I'm writing a book about relationships. Because the problem is women give patience in the wrong areas. I have had clients as a domestic violence worker, and they stay in these relationships for years, believing he will change. People can change. I did a podcast about it. A leopard cannot change its spots without cosmetic surgery. That means that a leopard spots can change, but it requires the work, requires time. It requires healing. There is a process. I want you to ask yourself right now, what am I giving patience to in my life that I need to not? Who am I giving patience to that I need to not? Which relationships do I need to give the silent treatment to? Because we're hanging on to things we need to let go. That woman will never marry you. And I'm saying that to people listening to my podcast. I will never marry you. Miss Headley will never marry you. For those men who are listening in and there's that woman in your life who's stonewalling you, who talks to you but sometimes pulls back. She will never marry you. For that woman who's waiting for that guy to message her and it's been 24 hours. He will never marry you. We need to accept when it is a no, when the door is closed. Don't be like me asking my friend 15 times. Are you going to send it for me? Can you send it for me? Will you send? She was not going to. She had no intention. And that is the problem. We keep knocking on the wrong doors. Let's be real. Christians know the Bible or they should know the Bible. But not every Christian applies the yes, be, yes, no, be, no. Trust me. This woman was a Christian. This woman knows about yes, be, yes, no, be, no. She stonewalled me. She replied to everything else. If I'm asking you, for example, are you going to send me vegan chicken? If I ask you, are you going to send me vegan tofurkey? If I ask you, are you going to send me homemade pineapple juice, homemade carrot cake that is vegan? When I ask you that and you keep ignoring, the answer is already there. It is clear. But I want you to be biblical and say no. Just say no. Is it that hard? In the same way, and I'm speaking to the women as much as to the men. When somebody shows you their true character, believe them. Don't make excuses. Oh, well, you know, women like to be pursued. Men like to be pursued. I'm sorry. People make time for what is important for them. That is how it is. That is the fact. Doesn't matter who you are. When something is important, exercise great food, company, friendship, romantic relationship, you will make time. When you're hungry, your work is important, so you're going to put the food aside for now because your work is important. When you know you need to work out because your health is failing you, you are going to put aside that time from Netflix and you are going to invest time in exercising. When you know that food is important, having a healthy, balanced diet beyond lettuce, tomato and cucumber You are going to cook up a meal with five vegetables. Lettuce, tomato, and cucumber, my Caribbean people, that is not enough. That isn't vegetable in my opinion. You need to be eating substantial food, but you don't think that's important. So you have lettuce, tomato, and cucumber. That is water. When something is important, when you don't want to spend 20 minutes in the restroom because of constipation, you are going to eat vegetables. In the same way, when it comes to relationships, believe him believe her they are not interested do not hold on to the hope because sometimes god is saying to you clearly she is not sending that package to you miss headley he is not interested in you she is not interested in you let's read the signs when somebody shows you their true colors believe them hinting doesn't work Flirting doesn't work. You are lowering yourself. Don't do that. Have enough self-respect to walk away. Because there are men in your world who will stick around for years, hoping you will marry them. You've told them it's not going to happen, but they're hoping and they're waiting. What do you do? Silent treatment. Pull back they're still not going to get it because they have all the patience in the world. And some of these patient men, they will get the girl. They will get you because over time you will see their true colors. Yes, they may be the most unattractive guy you've ever set eyes on, but his persistence, his commitment to you and no other woman is why you end up marrying him and being happily married. I could tell story after story after story unattractive guy wanted to marry the beautiful woman. She said no, years later, he got the girl. But don't think that thing, oh, it's me, oh, no. Let's not sit there waiting for something to happen when it is not going to. That was the Lord's will for their life. When somebody is not reciprocating your advances, They really have no interest. Move on with your life. If it's meant to be, you don't have to sit waiting. Get on with your life. Do your ministry. God will restore what needs to restore. God will bring these two people together if that's his will. But far too often we're barking up the wrong tree. Because there are so many men and women on this earth in your country children outside of marriage children with this person children with that person years later they marry the person god had for them no child is a mistake but the decisions that we make can hinder and delay what god has for us so instead of being all tied up in knots about the wrong guy or the wrong girl let it go let it go people may not have the courage the confidence, the boldness, or even the common decency and respect to say no. Silent treatment is your no. Think about it, yeah. I am interacting with this woman on WhatsApp. I'm asking her over and over and over. And she could have said no. She doesn't know me. I am persistent. I will not give up until you block me. That is Miss Headley. That is the persistence of Miss Headley who is a lawyer, who is a person who is scriptural and just wants a no. When you say no, I'll stop asking you. But until you give me a yes be yes or a no be no, I will keep asking. It's biblical. We need to learn to stop beating around the bush and be like Jesus. Let's be direct. When he was with the woman at the well, he was direct. The problem is we as people, oh, I might hurt his feelings. I might hurt her feelings. Be direct. Say it as it is. Then no feelings get hurt. When you string people along and you send the odd message and then, oh, do you want to hang out? You don't really mean it. You're going to hurt them more. Let's not do that. Let's be clear and unequivocal. Let's be yes be yes people and no be no people. Allow the Lord to give you the courage to be transparent, let us not be double-minded. There are too many single men and single women waiting and hoping, and it is never gonna happen. I'm speaking to people here and I want you to hear me carefully, let it go you make time for what is important to you. If that person cannot make time to WhatsApp you and they're changing profile picture, they're online, they are not interested. When that person is replying to your messages but is not giving you a yes or no, when you've asked them, can I get a ride? Can you do this? The answer is clear. Let's not allow ourselves to be holding on to something that is not gonna happen, false promises. Too many of us end up being used and abused and broken hearted when we could have saved ourselves the trouble. When a woman is in an abusive relationship, it takes a lot of courage and strength to leave. So we need to stop saying, why doesn't she leave? It is one of the hardest things to do. Opening the door, stepping out of the threshold, closing it and never going back. That is one of the most difficult things someone can do. So rather than wait until you're in an unhappy marriage, an abusive relationship, just take a step back right now. Just walk away. Do not allow yourself to go down that slippery slope that is going to lead you to destruction. Take it for what it is. If they are interested, they will make it clear. If they are not, take it for what it is walk away, save yourself the broken marriage, save yourself the domestic violence, save yourself children being born outside of marriage. Walk away. Do not hold on to false hopes. What is yours? You don't have to fight for it. In the supernatural, we will pray for it, but we don't need to fight for it because it will come to you when the timing is right. Remember what I said, When somebody shows you their true character, believe them. Thank you for listening to another episode of Can You Keep a Secret? I trust the information has been useful to you. I believe we all need knowledge and education. And when we have a better understanding of topics such as abuse, it enables us to better safeguard the children in our world. For a better understanding of the topics being covered each week, then please reach out to me for a copy of my new book, Can You Keep a Secret? You can follow me, message or email me so I can answer your questions in upcoming episodes. We can all learn from one another and this is an educational series that I hope will impact and change not just your life but also that of the people around you. You can find all my contact details on my website changingcases.org That's changing org. Remember to share this podcast with friends and family members. There are victims and survivors in your world you just don't know it. But if we can all be educated, then the world will be a safer place. Please tune in next week for another episode. Lonely deep inside, and I wanna talk about...